Make March Madness a moneymaker with MyBookie. Getting started is easy. Visit MyBookie online and use promo code ZABE to receive a deposit bonus up to $1,000. Grab your extra funds now and for a limited time, claim a free entry into the $150,000 MyBookie Madness Bracket Contest for a chance at the big money. If you're the type of guy who likes to fill out multiple brackets to get an advantage, you can do that too. The price of entry is less than an Uber, all for a shot at life-changing amounts of moolah. With so many brands to choose from, you need a platform that makes it simple to bet and simple to win and simple to get paid, like MyBookie. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with MyBookie. You know, guys, when you get to be our age, finding the motivation to get back in shape can be hard. It's just plain tough to find a routine and to stick with it. Good news. FitBod is a fitness app that is anything but routine. It tailors your workouts to fit your life, your goals, your gear, and even your schedule, so you can avoid burnout. And FitBod helps keep up your momentum by mixing in different exercises, reps, supersets, and circuits. Best yet, FitBod has over 1,000 demonstration videos, so you can learn the right way to do each exercise. It's time to ditch the boring routines and kickstart your fitness journey. Add FitBod to your workout essentials. Join today to get your personalized workout plan. Get 25% off your subscription or try the app for free at fitbod.me slash zabe. That's F-I-T-B-O-D dot M-E slash zabe. As we welcome you to Orchard Park with two minutes left in a four-point game. Kirk Cousins back to throw on fourth and 18. He's given time. He wants Jefferson. Climbs the ladder. Oh, my goodness. Justin Jefferson put it in. The catch of his life. I figured, Charge, I had to play the special open at least one more time. How you doing, my friend? Are you still feeling it up there? Yeah, it's it's it doesn't feel great right now for the Vikings. It's uh, we got all kinds of injury problems. We just got our asses handed to us by oh the boy. Packers. Yeah. Ign- ignominious <laughs> loss. I would I would easily trade that week one thumping that we put down on the Packers for oh. week seventeen. I'd reverse that in a second if wow. I could. Oh. All right. We got a lot to talk about. So I put this podcast to bed last night, right before I turned on the Monday Night Football Game oh, of the Year. Mm-hmm. So I apologize that this is not as uh, punctual as it could have been, but uh, uh, there's no way that I would have been able to do the show or the podcast correctly because we just didn't know very much we still don't know very no. much and i'm no. asking you charge to give me a four uh, not four hour three hour update because i took about a two and a half hour nap and oh, i just woke up from it now and uh do we have any latest news 
on Demar no, Hamlin. We have no new news, and I've wow. been I've been refreshing Twitter all day long, trying to you know just get little nuggets of anything, and we really we don't have anything to which is which is unusual, right? I mean, you know, by now, you know, you know, we're, we're approaching twenty four hours as you and I are taping this, right? And have have nothing new in twenty of those twenty four hours is. Very, very odd, and I guess maybe respectful for him. Maybe there's just no new news, but typically when something this big goes down, Zabe, I mean, you know, you get you get moment-by-moment moment updates. You've got doctors, and you know, in front of a podium telling us all kinds of things that have happened, and, you know, just uh, – but we – we don't have it. We don't know anything now that we didn't know when we went to bed last night. Yeah, there was supposed to be a uh, press conference from the uh, doctors at the UC Medical Center last night. There was supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Then they said, "Nah, it won't be till tomorrow." And then today is tomorrow, and they're like, "Yeah, nothing today." Even the only news we have today is that they will not play the conclusion of this game this week. So yeah. this game has been frozen in amber and may or may not be unfrozen at the end of the year. Nobody knows. No, I mean, so the alternatives, Zaber, what? Uh, can you know, just the game's never going to happen. And winning percentage is always the way the teams get in anyway. It's not sure. It's not the number of wins. So, you know, that's, I think that's the most likely option. Then the only other thing that's really out there, Zabe, is to literally push back all of the playoffs a week. Which is, I mean, terrible, absolute, horrible idea. I pray they don't do that. I don't think they they might. They could. Um, Well, and they've got that extra week before the Super Bowl. You know, they could, in theory, hold the Super Bowl's date because there's so many things that rely on that Super Bowl being played on that day. No, they cannot move the Super Bowl. Cannot move the Super Bowl. Right. So you could move all of the the playoffs leading up to it and have a one week, have one week between uh, the NFC, FC championships games and the Super Bowl, like they used to do years ago. Yeah. I I think there's a lot of not great options. I think the best of the not great options would be to simply not play the game and then go by percentage and say, well, okay, here's, and that would essentially hand everything to the chiefs as the one seed. Fine. It right. would. And, you know, through, you know, nobody, there's no good alternative, right? And somebody's going to come out on the short side. Somebody's going to get hurt no matter what you do. So, you know, that might be, you know, sure. Does it but, help the Chiefs? Absolutely. Yeah. But, you know, sorry. So that's the easiest, probably best of the bad ideas from a NFL standpoint. It's probably the worst of the solutions from your world's standpoint in terms of fantasy. Oh my God, Charge, what a disaster. Yeah, what I mean, are it, you and everyone else going to do? I mean, what is the official ruling from guillotineleagues.com going to be? I can't imagine. Yeah. I'm surprised you have time to talk to me today. I thought you'd be in meetings all day long. Well, you know, and we had to, we did that for the first half of the day was us talking about how we're going to handle it. And it's not just us, it's everybody in the, right. and not to turn this into all about us and our world. I okay? know, so just I, to be know clear, I know, I mean, we're, no, we're, but well, we would but give we up have, all of this for young DeMar Hamlin to come out of this fine. I would love, absolutely. I, I said today on the radio, I go, look, if they said, look, we can guarantee DeMar Hamlin ends up recovering fully and survives. 
but you would have to give up the rest of the football season and the Super Bowl. Would you do it? Done. I'd be like, done. Yeah. Here, just have it. Like, it'd suck. You'd be the shittiest January ever with no football. <laughs> but every one of us who loves football with a soul would say, if that's the trade, it's an easy trade. Please let this young man be okay. That said, mm-hmm. the fuck are you going to do fantasy-wise? I said, I bet every single fantasy championship game came down to this game. Oh, that, almost all of them. Like, I, you show me the fantasy league in which the two teams in the final have nobody on the Bills <laughs> or the, or the right. Bengals. It doesn't exist. You know, not often. And you know, it, it's it's going to be a small a, a small portion of them based on what we're seeing on, on our site. And every fantasy operator had to come up with this, right? So no matter what, if you ran any kind of season-long contest – You've got even for that matter a weekly contest. You got issues that you had to you had to figure out here. For us, we we after a lot of work decided if they do end up playing the game, and I don't think they will. If they do, we want to make sure to credit that game, and we want to make sure to use that full box score. Right. So we're waiting on and the official word from the NFL that they're not going to play the game, which is which is what I suspect will end up happening. But it would make my life a lot easier if they did play the game. I was going to say that, you know, it takes, so, that takes yeah. So let's pretend they don't play the game. What will you do? Do you think we're we're going to? We have made the decision, and we've announced it publicly. We're going to use the Monday night box score as it stands through whatever you know the five minute mark of the first quarter. It's not. It, there's there it's was just there's perfect. no alternative. Right. There's no alternative that doesn't victimize somebody. Right. And this is the closest thing we that we think we can do to coming up with you know the best of all the bad solutions. I know that, you know, uh, guillotine leagues is not exactly Coca-Cola or a fortune 500 (laughs) company. It's a nimble startup outfit, but I'm wondering, do you have lawyers? Yes, we do. I mean, of course, you know, how do you (laughs) not have lawyers, right? You know, we do have lawyers. Now we did not run this through our lawyers in part because our terms of service do say in the event that there is a change in the NFL schedule, act of God, if the you know if, if things happen, and this is all because of the pandemic, where we we basically said, and I'm paraphrasing, for things like this, unexpected events that nobody can see coming, that we couldn't possibly know was going to happen, that we have the right to re- to we have reserve the right to just do what we think is best, and it's not ideal. When we announced what our decision was, the 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 funny thing is. On, on Twitter, the people who didn't like it and responded all had a different idea. Like, you should use the averages for all the players oh, yeah. and roll that forward. No, 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 no. You should split the pot between everybody else. No, 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 no. You should simulate the outcomes. No, 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 no. You should, you should re- play 18 instead. Play week 18 instead. Right. So, I mean, it, there's not even a consensus on what everybody else would do. Anymore. No, but that's, of that's course, fine. for public leagues. Private yes. leagues, you'll be able to do whatever the fuck you want. Whatever you want. And I can, right. ima- I can imagine <laughs> the knockdown drag on arguments that are going to ensue from this because mm-hmm. uh, everyone's got their own idea of what is the most equitable thing. And you just listed a number of possible options. Correct. Correct. And so, you know, it's just, yeah, a terrible spot for, for everybody to be in. I, again, obviously, none it's more the so least the, important the thing, happened, but, but yes. it's also it's also part of the whole just the whole story itself. I mean, talk about a force majeure situation. Yeah, the a definition of it right here. Partially, Absolutely. yeah, partially frozen game with so much riding in the championship round 
with possibly no easy way to resume it or to play it again or anything else. Yes. Now, uh, to the credit of the fantasy football playing community at large, I did not see or we did we did not get any inquiries into our customer service. I did not see any tweets for over 24 hours. Um, well, roughly 24 hours, not until the next afternoon about people wondering about the implications for their fantasy team. That, I thought I thought the community at large was unbelievably good about responsible that. about not being that guy with yes. Damar Hamlin's life in the balance tweeting. Oh, hey, what about the scores from this week? Yes. Oh yep. my God. And, you know, that's, you know I, I wasn't sure what to expect. And fantasy players, as I tweeted, fantasy players get stereotyped as myopic zealots all the time. Oh, right? terribly so, yeah. Yes, and I, there was remarkable restraint. Very happy about that. Yeah. far as the injury goes, my goodness. Talk about scary. Talk about fluky. Talk about, wow, we've gotten lucky for pretty much our entire adult lives, right? Yeah. Watching the yeah. NFL that the last time anyone ever actually died on the football field was uh, Chuck Hughes of the Lions in 1971, a 28-year-old wide receiver who died away from the play. He was a decoy on a play and just Mm -hmm. dropped dead. He had had an arterial blockage of like 75% they didn't know about. Right. And they took him away, and they actually finished the game in in like a stunned sort of zombie-like trance, but they finished the game. And then the Lions players found out afterwards, yeah, he uh, he did not make it. Yeah, which they didn't. My understanding is they didn't know that when they were playing out the game. Um, but maybe that's, you know, maybe that's not the case. And boy, with were things different in 1971, right? Then, then now we're all seeing everybody seeing everything in real time and sharing everything online at the same time. You know, very different now. And, and you know, this was it. You know, this was a this was a play that you never would have looked at twice, right, Zabe? No. I mean, you know, there was never a reason there was that kind of play was not the kind of play where you look and go, My God, you know, the guy got destroyed on this play and we've got to do something to change the sport. I don't I don't think that's gonna be I don't think that's gonna be the answer that comes out of this. Yeah. And of course everyone's now you know, the one thing that I hate is people say don't try to play doctor. Let the doctors do the doctoring radio boy. And I'm like do you see me actually scrubbing in? Do you see me actually <laughs> looking at scans here? No, you don't, fuckwad. This is what we do in radio. We try to talk about the situation. We try to figure out, learn some things medically, and then we responsibly speculate. That's what we do. You shouldn't speculate. Well, why the fuck not? You know, sports radio is supposed to be guys sitting around at a, at a bar and to translate that over the air. Now, there's more rules about doing it respectfully on the radio, and there's certain things that you probably wouldn't want to say or a tone that you want to make sure that you're projecting. But yeah. this is what we do. You talk about it. Holy shit. What could it have been? What do you think? The, you know, Did they handle it right on the field? And, uh, talking about the announcers as well, I think Van Pelt and Ryan Clark were fantastic. I think Susie Culber and, and, and Adam Schefter were zilches. But I understand it was a very challenging situation. So there's yeah, a lot I, of layers that, to this. That was a that was a very tough spot, and I, I think broadly, almost everybody is feels that ESPN handled it correctly, and that they they've applauded the studio crew. Well, a lot of people the, are applauding because nobody wants to be that guy on Twitter to say, mm-hmm. "God, 
you know, Susie Culver and Adam Schefter were, were complete zilches. Like, here, here's my problem. Two problems. One is, yeah, I know, Susie, you're in shock. It's horrible. You're emotionally shook. Part of the job is being a pro, which is to take a moment during the, the many breaks that they took where they're just like, let's go to break. And you're like, yeah. oh, my God. During the break, sit down, note card, write a quick outline, dot, 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 work with your producers and say, okay, here's where we're going next segment. And then go there professionally with the right tone and everything else. My problem with Schefter is he's paid 8 to $10 million, right, Charge, as an NFL insider. Yeah. Yep. Did he bring any fucking inside information in the moment with his magic well, cell no, phone but, uh, there and wasn't all of any his contacts? Dave, there was none to be had in oh, that moment. Oh, right. That's where he, for $8 million a year, is supposed to have one or two. That's the but, way but I look no, at it. I think no, nobody had it. I mean, you know, it, you know the, the guy's being transported to the emergency room. I and, know, you know, but you know, I mean. <laughs> intubated. There's, there, there was I no know. inside info to have. So just let it be known, for the record, what $8 million a year buys you for a so-called plugged-in, knows-everything, knows-everybody NFL insider when the, when the chips are down. When the rubber meets the road, he's not worth much. He's not worth the next guy just looking stunned and sad and, oh, this is so horrible. Not impressed. The, I'm not know, impressed. It's, it, it's, it, granted, this is uncharted territory, but here's I, I am with you in this regard. So the sequence of events here uh, in terms of the, the TV part of it is the injury happens and they cut to commercial, which happens on pretty much every injury, right? right? They cut to commercial. They come back. They're back for 15 seconds or 10 seconds. And Joe Buck says, there's nothing to tell. You know, it doesn't even say how serious it is, but says, you know, there's nothing new. There's nothing to tell. And we go back to, to the break and I'm, and I'm thinking this is, that was odd. Right. And then we came back again and immediately went to break again. Um, and I think at that point we may have said that there was CPR on the field but it might've been another break. And then they finally go to, then they finally go in studio after that. Right. So there was a long lead up and I, you know, part of what your job is sometimes to just tap dance and to talk about, find, th- find ways to talk about things that maybe you don't want to have to talk about and try to enlighten people. Booger could have told us about the humanity of a team, how these are really people at the end of the day. And that, we tend to think of them as being you know, different than humans. But at the end of the day, these right. are all human beings right. that are, you know, that have families, blah, blah, blah. They could have done a lot of this. And Susie would, would give Booger a, like, 20-second lead-up question, and then Booger would just say, I don't know what to say. <laughs> right. And, and that's, a tough, that's a tough spot. Yeah, and, fair enough. Fair enough. Booger was not yeah. great either. And, and I know, it's, it, you're, I'm judging them on a very tough moment. But then again, that, that's what being a pro is, is supposed to be all about. You know, we're driven by the search for better. When it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. 
And Indeed doesn't help you just hire faster. 93% of employers agree. Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. This according to a recent Indeed survey. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash Zabe. Just go to Indeed.com slash Zabe right now and support the show by saying you heard about it right here on this podcast. Indeed.com slash Zabe. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The thing that I found unbelievably infuriating was the people on Twitter that got outraged about how long it took the NFL to officially announce the game was off. Because I believe it was about an hour between the time that Hamlin went down to when they officially called the game. And people are screaming on Twitter, just cancel the game. What's taking so long? I don't get it. I'm like, okay, you know, do you know how many people are involved in, in putting on an NFL game? All the personnel, we're talking two full football teams, their support staff, the coaches, the equipment managers. How about all the field crew that's there, the police, the fire, the EMS, the broadcasters, the hundreds of reporters there as well, the 70,000 fans, etc. There's nothing wrong with saying everyone sit tight for just a second here so we know what the fuck we're doing and what we're saying. It was this rush to, if you don't cancel the game now, you're a heartless, soulless, ghoul as a league and I'm like that's not how the NFL works it's a great narrative I get it it makes you feel morally superior but you and I charge know plenty of people in the NFL they too are real people with wives and husbands and kids and families and they're normal rational people they're not like get the fuck out there and play we got television money to collect on this that's not how they are no, not those people aren't. That's, you know, the people that that make the whole operation work on a day in and day out basis. The people that are, you know, running machinery and the people that are, you know, doing the field and the people that work in the video and the scouts. But don't you and, even you know. think the higher echelon, even that stooge Goodell, don't you at least give them credit for being actual people with a soul that aren't going to be like, well, that's too bad. He nearly died. Keep playing. I don't, think, <laughs> I don't think they're that way. I have no well, use for Goodell, I but I don't, I don't see him as this absolute soulless monster. Yeah, I, I want to believe that that's the case, and I don't hate Goodell, and I think the people like boo Goodell for every pick are absurd. And, you know, if you want, you know, and by the way, part of Goodell's job is to be hated, by the way. Is, yes. He's, he's there to take the heat for the teams and the owners of the teams. He's supposed to be the lightning rod for the hate, not the individual owners who right. are making all the big decisions for the league. Sure, sure. Um, and that's, you know, that is, that's part of his job. You know, he was also, by the way, by the way, Hamlin was, I think, down on the field, was not fully taken off for almost 30 minutes. So if they yeah. waited another 30 minutes to finally go, okay, the game is off. I also said, you know, they could have made the decision internally, like, yeah, we're not restarting this game, but we don't want to announce it now because we still have to get his mom to the ambulance we want to make sure that there's not a rush of people leaving the stadium that would clog up the 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 hot the side streets leaving as they we want the you know we want the ambulance to not be clogged getting out of here so we're not going to announce it now that could mm-hmm. have also been in the equation we don't know you know yeah that you know that's fair and i think um i 
I got caught up in that to some degree. I admit it now, and I think in retrospect, I don't have any problem oh, with boy. the timing. <laughs> you were one of those guys. Am I ripping you inadvertently? I didn't see your tweets. No, like- you know, what I said, you know, I tweeted something to the effect of, uh, I understand there's a ton of logistics that have to happen, which nobody was talking about. Although Skip Bayless wandered quasi into that, um, oh, into yeah. that morass himself. Right. Um, and I understand it's a fluid situation. I wish it could have been handled more quickly than it was, or something like that. Okay, a little um, bit more efficient. But that was it. But I, it, you know, it was not vitriol. Uh, how do you part, feel but, about how do you? The other big thing that got people stirred up was the so-called five-minute decision. Well, that reasonably so, I think. That's, to me, still the most troubling part, not to you? No, because here's what we don't know. We don't know who exactly said what about how much time, five minutes, few minutes, let's take a pause, et cetera, et cetera. Also, of the hundred or so times, like I, I calculated every year there's probably one or two times that NFL games have stopped for serious injuries that require mm-hmm. players on knees a a backboard because of possible paralysis right and a yeah. stretcher and at least uh maybe an injury cart maybe even an ambulance on rare occasions yeah i, I on, don't ever remember an ambulance but it, it okay. it's probably happened before and on, we don't remember yeah on average i'd say it's twice a year so let's count 50 years of watching football plus minus about 100 times in my life do you know how many times in my life those 100 times they have not started the game right well, away. Started all, they have started all of them. None of them. 100 out of 100. So in other words, the five-minute grace period, if that was someone's actual call, was actually the most benevolent grace period given for one of these situations in my lifetime. Well, oh, yeah, but here's the, yeah, ah. saying, here's the, uh, here's the difference. Ah. Hold on. Yeah, no, there's a serious difference here. What they is were it? administering CPR, and he got the paddles. On the field. In so front CPR of all of the means cancel the game immediately, no matter what happens in the ambulance. Doesn't mean cancel it immediately, but it doesn't mean start the game in five minutes either. Ten, what about ten minutes? If they had said you got ten minutes and then we're going to start the game, would you that take be okay? A, you, listen, if the five minute thing is legit, it was a total and complete misread of the situation and never should have happened. If 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 that's if the if it is legit, we don't know that it is yet because nobody's answered to this yet. This totally inappropriate given that the guy's heart stopped on the field. He was literally, his heart stopped. Right. They had, they had, you know, if you've got a player literally dying on the field, you can't be invoking the five-minute rule. So is it So is it 10 or is it 30 for a it's defibrillator? It's, it is as long it's a as it cancel takes. cancel the it's game it or takes. is it a, uh, should you announce to the crowd, okay, everyone's really shook down here. We're going to wait until we feel like playing again. Sit tight. Thank you. Concession it's, stands will stay open. It's a, it's a, it is a learn, it is a pause and learn more before you go back to the game. Okay. Get assess all the information, figure out what you have to. If a player's heart stops on the field and he is literally dying on the field, you better take your time. Okay, but had they resumed after an hour, would you have been okay with it? No, at one hour into this thing and seeing the players crying and knowing that this guy's life was hanging in the balance no if they got the players word, are clearly not ready right if they got word back that hey uh he's conscious and aware of his circumstances breathing on his own then would you do it even here, though, i'll tell you exactly, even though I, he I, coded I, out on the field 
I tweeted exactly what I would have done. The scenario where you come back would have been this. Number one, he is that that DeMar Hamlin is likely to be okay. Number two is both coaches have to say our players are ready to play. If either if either if those three things do not all happen, you can't play the game, in my opinion. Okay. Well, the thing about being ready to play the game mentally, some of these players are going to have a hard time for the rest of the year. It just is what it is. It was that traumatic. They have been through a very traumatic moment with their brother on the field. And so had they played the game Tuesday night or Wednesday night or even playing their Week 18 game, Buffalo and Cincinnati is going to be a challenge, if you ask me. Well, but obviously you agree? Not, not, but it's not well, it will be a challenge, but nowhere near the challenge of of what it would have been in the moment I understand when you're that. seeing somebody whose heart is stopped. I, I mean, understand that's, that. The, you know, the, it get, the other thing about the five minutes is like like I, I invoked the Juicy Iverson rule. Uh, do you remember Alan Iverson's mom, Juicy? who once challenged a reporter <laughs> over where did you hear that get from? Get out of my face with that crazy yes, that's, stuff. That's, that's, that's Tony that. Where you get that from? That's Where'd here. you get that from? Five minutes. Did Tawana tell you that? Did yeah, Tawana. 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 Don't ask Iverson's me nothing. Wife. Did Tawana tell you that? I haven't studied with Tawana. All right, then. Don't go there with me. Don't go there with me. Don't go there with me. You want to keep it real, you keep it real with me. Because I ain't front no games. I ain't front no games. So we don't know who said five minutes or anything else. I look at it more generously like, okay, the league said, holy shit, this is, has never happened, but all right, let's collect our breath here. He did have a pulse when he left the field. He was actually alive, so there's that. Mm-hmm. And um, let's keep playing because 100 out of 100 times, give or take, we keep playing. Yeah, it's just nobody's heart stopped on the field. That's To me, that's, it, it changes it. By the way, there's an ESPN statement on the five minutes. Have you seen this? Yeah, they said we we stand by our reporting that we did not speculate. Yep. And yep, they said we are in yeah. constant communication in real time between ESPN and league and game officials. And as a result of that, we reported what we were told in the moment. So this thing, we don't, we still haven't gotten a firm answer on where they were told Who the five minute five, five minutes. minute rule. Well, that's yeah. but that's part of the fog of war in the moment of whose mm-hmm. call was it? It's not like the NFL put out on letterhead. Please wait five minutes, <laughs> then resume the game. It was a fluid situation, and I think one has to consider the fact that in every other game in which there's been a serious injury, the game went on. That's the toughest thing in all of this, Charge, is that shit goes on. In life, shit goes on, Right. You know, time does not stop. Life continues through when you're having the worst day of your life, Sabe. The rest of us are just going about our business. Just having, you know, having our life and our lives continue. And that is it's the way the world works. Yeah. I, uh, I want to believe, and knowing nothing about his current medical condition, but I want to believe, and I think, in my mind, I can see this. I can see a beautiful scene at a Bills home game sometime hopefully in the near future, if not the near future, the next year involving DeMar Hamlin and a rousing mm-hmm. ovation from the Bills For sure, who have yeah. rallied around him like a family. I want to manifest that into being because it, it would be beautiful and powerful, and I pray for it, and I hope it happens. 
Yeah, me too. Um, I think I want to believe that the news blackout that we're getting right now is ultimately just going to be, it's going to turn out to be good news. Uh, but you know, who knows, Dave, let's hope that's, let's hope that's the case. It would throw, honestly, put a pall over the, the rest of the, you know, it'd be terrible. Needless to say, bad for everybody involved. Oh, yeah. um, and, you know, it would, you know, it just, the, the whole thing would be horrible if it, yeah. if it goes worse. It then, is, uh, then there's the, then there's the guilt of those of us that enjoy this sport so much and, you know, make a significant portion of our living on it or more than just a portion of our living on it. There is that guilt of man, you know, this is tough. I mean, these men are putting their lives on the line for us and for me. Right. Yeah. Now, you know, this, it leads to another discussion about, you know, the violence of the game. And this was, you know, what we love about football right. is it's the violence of the game. I mean, that's part of it. You know, we're not there because they're really, really fast. We don't watch track. You know, they're really, they're even faster. And we don't watch, we don't sit around and watch track. Right. You know, we, we, you know, part of the appeal is the violence of the game. And while this was not, this was not a violent hit, and I'm thankful for that. I think that's still, you know, it's still part of the equation is, and part of what we love is, you know, going back to the gladiators, right, Dave? You know, this is we. Are you not entertained? <laughs> right. The, in, in the Roman times, when they, when they put the gladiator in the Colosseum, they didn't uh, just say, all right, show me some sword skills against this, you know, <laughs> log. Right. Dummy. Or right. a dummy. Yeah. <laughs> they yeah. released live <laughs> lions and tigers yes. and said, fight to the death. Man versus man, you know. They, yeah, you know, they, right. You know, until you, till you, you one know, man versus somebody. multiple men. Yes. <laughs> Are you not entertained? Oh you know, man! Just, I, I also know. worry, and this is for longer down the road that they're going to now try to layer in because bureaucracies always want to be seen as doing something. Right? Mm-hmm. You got to do something. They're going to layer in more rules designed to prevent. A once in fifty-two years comet of unfortunate that happened on Monday night, and there's no way you can do that. There's too many collisions that look just like the one, just like that one. Yes, that happened, yes. right? Yeah, it was just, and thank God for that because I, my, I had the same worry and still have the same worry that they are going to even, even, even take another down the step, product. right? Right. Yes. Yep. And I, I, and because that hit was not vicious and it was a bit, it was relatively tame. Um, and it was an, a, a non, it was a nondescript, utterly nondescript play. I want to believe that they're not going to ultimately do that. Yeah. Are you, Are you not entertained? Are you not entertained? Is this not why you were here? Maximus, Gladiator. All right. Real quick on the uh, Vikings-Packer game. So you say it stung, hurt? Has it shook? Viking Nation. Oh yeah, more now. The loss hasn't shook it as much as seeing life with a with a center who has never hiked the ball before, and losing our star right tackle. And the that game, it all fell apart when those when those wheels came off uh, with those two injuries in the game. That was it. Your the left whole game. The whole your game left was tackle unraveled. didn't impress me much either. The big fat seventy-one with his shirt untucked. Uh, Darasaw is like the second or third highest graded tackle by PFF this year. Is he really? He's had a very good year. Me too did not have a great game, okay. but nobody did. But it was our right tackle in our center. I mean, we literally couldn't. We could barely hike the ball. It was ridiculous. No, they the, the Packers A-gap pressured you guys to death, basically. Yes. And Justin you know, Jefferson, 
you know, he's a great player. He let Jair get in his head, even admitted so afterwards. Like, he just does that taunting to get in my head. Well, it worked, didn't it? It did It did work. Yeah, yeah. it did work. And they got him. They got at him early, too, intentionally. And, he, you know, he let it get to him. And now, you know, we went from wondering, is Justin Jefferson going to set and break the all-time single-season receiving record to now it's impossible? Yeah. And the Vikings may not even play their starters this week. I was going to say, I, the one thing, though, that you can I maybe have some solace in, you'll catch the Giants now, most likely. Yes. That's a better catch than to get the Packers again in a week. Yeah, Wouldn't know, you agree? Oh, absolutely. We just beat the, we just beat the Giants. <laughs> we take the Giants in a second right now. Oh, God. Uh, all right. Uh, prayers what up. A weird year. Prayers up for DeMar Hamlin. Uh, good luck mm-hmm. to you and all the other fantasy operators out there. And a word of advice for those that are in a private fantasy league to decide how you're going to figure out the championship. This is not for life-changing money, people. Don't end friendships over yeah, this great one. Great advice. That great advice. Good? Yeah, you right. got it, my man. Talk right. to you later. Charge, thanks, buddy. See you. That's right, because like, my brother and I are now experts in the field. Yeah, eh? right, because we're a band now. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, well, so. except for him. I'm a band. Oh, how can you do that making me look bad? You're such a hose hand. Yeah, well, take off. Take off to the great white north. Take off. It's a beauty way to go. Take off to the great white Make March Madness a moneymaker with MyBookie. Getting started is easy. Visit MyBookie online and use promo code ZABE to receive a deposit bonus up to $1,000. Grab your extra funds now and for a limited time, claim a free entry into the $150,000 MyBookie Madness Bracket Contest for a chance at the big money. If you're the type of guy who likes to fill out multiple brackets to get an advantage, you can do that too. The price of entry is less than an Uber, all for a shot at life-changing amounts of moolah. With so many brands to choose from, you need a platform that makes it simple to bet and simple to win and simple to get paid, like my bookie. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with my bookie.